Welcome to episode four of Talk 50. Today is Monday, October 11th. I'm your host, Victor, and alongside me is the beautiful Kathy Johnson. Oh, thanks. Hi, babe. Welcome back. Yeah. Episode four. Welcome back to me, too, right? Yeah, welcome back. <laughs> What's this? <laughs> He's yeah, giving me this hand signal like you're supposed to reply. Because you're supposed to welcome me back, too. Give me more. Give me more. Because <laughs> you got to welcome me back. Welcome back, babe. Thank you. All right. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you guys with us again tonight as we celebrate a our first milestone. Oh. Four episodes, one month. So we got a month under our belt um, as as podcasters together. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've reached this milestone many of times. Personally. Wow, that went quickly. What, the four episodes? Yeah. One a week? There we go. You want to do two a week? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I was just checking out our stats a little while ago, and I do see somewhat of an improvement But I'm hoping for better as we get more into this. Improvement in what? Our numbers? Our numbers. Oh, okay. We're almost ready to to reach a milestone on Buzzsprout. Uh We're almost at 100 downloads. You're kidding me. Last I checked, we were at 93. Out of all the episodes or just one episode? All together. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, that ain't bad for four. Yeah. I mean, I'll take it. A hundred people have listened to us? Almost. A hundred downloads. It's kind of scary. It could be, yeah, a hundred people. Um, we're not breaking the internet or anything, but... Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> so hopefully we're going to get there pretty soon. So thanks again for, for everybody joining us. I hope you continue to stay with us on this journey. Thank you. <laughs> well, let's start off with some, some things we've been doing. Okay. We've been doing some house projects. We have been. And getting ready to do some and more house getting projects. ready to do a really big house project. And this really big house project has been almost a year <laughs> in the making. Yeah. We want to get our two bathrooms remodeled and our kitchen remodeled. Full remodels. Yep. So we got a loan last year and we've been looking... It's been almost a month, well, a year in November. We've got some projects done. We got the garage, new garage doors. Well, I'm talking about the this major thing. Yeah, okay. So but, we didn't do the, well, we ain't doing the remodel either. Yeah. So, like I was saying, so we've been looking for contractors, not really as much as we should have been early in the year, but we're more on it now. Right. And it's become really difficult to find a, a good, reliable contractor. Yeah, I don't know what the issue is. I think in the beginning of the year, we started out strong looking for contractors. But then we kind of got discouraged Yeah, with regards to the lack of follow through from the contractors. Yeah. And plus the fact that we don't know what we're doing. Um, so I think anybody can go in and pull up a floor and redo it. But when you're talking about walls and... And uh, color and backsplash. I don't got that expertise. No, no. I mean, we no. all think we can do it, but how long no, is it going to last? We ain't doing it. We're not doing it. But we got a contract at the beginning of the year. We thought we liked them. And then 
he never really got back to us. I yeah. don't know what it is about contractors. Maybe they, they don't want to do the job or they don't, I don't know, it's too much. I'm not sure. But Well, that, that first contract, you remember we waited for two months, uh-huh. waiting for his estimate. And then you started contacting him after the second month. And then he was just like, well, I choose not to do work in that town anymore because they're making it too difficult to get building contracts. Permits. Permits. Yeah, I'm Permits. like, what the fuck? Bro, why yeah. you make us wait that long? Yeah. So yeah, we should have known. I kind of feel like that, like, um, what's her name? And pretty woman when you got the money and she's trying to go to the store and buy clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, he gave her money and she's just like, I have this money, but I can't spend it. Because all the women were being, I mean, the because they look being mean, but they just, we have the money and we're ready to do it. And it's like finding you, someone to do it. You think they're judging us? Because we're this interracial couple and we no, might not I'm have not, the money. No, or? I'm not going to jump there. I'm not going to jump there. I just, I don't know. All right. Well, okay. we've seen four in the last two or weeks. three weeks. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're so getting ready to make a decision. We, we think we found the right person, yeah. but we'll see. <laughs> but projects are a test of our marriage. Most definitely. <laughs> House projects. Even after 25 years. They always are. Yes. So, so the simplest a project to the biggest a project can be a test to our. Yeah. Marriage. Here's what I said because because a couple of the contractors we talked to recently, they're saying we got to go and and look for the cabinets together or the color floor we want. Yeah. And that's going to be the test of the marriage. Yeah. yeah. So we don't got to worry about doing the work together, the actual physical work, but it's enough of a test just finding these materials and these things well and it's because i'm so obsessive i want to look at every single cabinet two or three times before i make a decision and you're such of a um compulsive shopper that you would just be like just get it just get it an impatient (laughs) um what's wrong with that just get it and i would find so we're like on two different spectrums when it comes to that type of thing, I don't think two different perspectives. Like no, I can, spectrums. Oh, okay. Like I'm way over here, and you're way over here. Okay. And we've got to meet somewhere in the middle. That, that's a possibility. I mean, I think yeah. we are pretty basic people. Yeah. We're not really extravagant, so that could help in the decision making. But here's my thing. Here's what I think is going to test me: if we go out and we're out shopping for four or five hours. Yeah. Like, I can give you a couple hours. I don't even think you could do a couple hours. You'd be like, it's I mean, just if, a, a cabinet, Kathy, just pick it. That's what you'd be like. But if, if everything's going well, if we're agreeing and we're making progress. Oh, yeah, that's I, true. I could give you a couple hours. Hell, I could probably even give you more. Right. But if we ain't got past one thing in a couple hours and we ain't agreeing, I got to go. Yeah. I might have to go. Well, that's why you remember what I told the guy that came out to give us an estimate. I said, as little decisions as we have to make as a couple, it's going to save our marriage. Yeah. Like that one guy, he wanted us, we had to go out and buy everything. All the supplies. Yeah. yeah and I was like, except the nails and the yeah. dry. Yeah. 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 And I was like, Oh God, here we go. Here's the deal breaker. Like I like this guy, but damn, he's trying to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I guess it's like, I just want to like show a picture and be like, I want it to look just like this. But I guess it's not like that because you got to pick the cabinet and pick the floor color and pick the 
this and that. Uh, I think the last guy, he kind of knew what type of people we were, that we were pretty simple. Mm -hmm. And he said, oh, I got some, I got this. I think you guys are like that. He was really like making it so we really didn't have to go out and get much or make big decisions on, on the simple, on the small things. Yeah. So. And I'm obsessive. So I'm like putting a kid in a candy store. I'm going to look at the. I'm going to look it over yeah, and over me, and over. Can I take this sample home and bring it back tomorrow? Can you give me a swath? All the, you know, swatch, swatch swath. <laughs> so I can take it home and see what it would look like in my kitchen. That's you. Yeah, you'll be, I would probably do that with ceiling color and you'd be like, it's just ceiling paint. Yeah, and I'm not a visual no, you're thinker not. like uh, that. Mm-mm. So mm-mm. I need it on the wall, everything done. Yeah. Then if I don't like it, I'm going to feel bad if I don't like it telling the guy, hey, could you repaint it or could you redo it? I don't like it. Yeah. So. Oh, like the garage door. Mm. So we had a garage door, our back garage door installed. And there must have been some miscommunication between us and the installer because they ordered a rear, what did they even call it? Outside opening door. Yeah, it opened into the backyard. Out into the backyard, which left the door right open to our grill. <coughs> and I immediately came home and was like, "Oh, that's not right. That door has to be changed." I don't even it's think you made it home. The pictures I sent you <laughs> oh, yeah, was like, "That's right. not right." You're right because you were home when they installed it, and I said, "Send me some pictures." After they did, and I was like, "Oh, that's not right." So. I was like, this has to be changed. And you were like, it's fine. Like it's in. We can't have them change it now. Yeah. And then she started obsessing about it. So I sent her the pictures and I swear you must have called me three times within the next hour. Yeah. Wow. How come he did it that way? Did you tell him to do that? But like she said, there was a total misunderstanding because when they, before they put the door in, they said, hey, Mr. Johnson, can you come out? You sure you want the door swinging outside and this and this? I'm like, yeah, that's what she wanted. Because that's what I remember her saying. Yeah, no. But then she was like, no, I didn't say that. But then the other guy heard it. Okay, well, it's two against one now. Hmm. So true to Kathy fashion, she got that door switched around. (laughs) Yeah, and it's in right now. I think the thing was, it, it wasn't. Was it as bad because it was facing outside or was it just because of the framing? The framing was backwards. Yeah. Well, plus it led open right there to where the grill is. And that and brick it, part it, that right. was would have been scraping the door. Yeah. Yeah. So it was all wrong. It was all wrong. But anyways, it oh. got turned around. and But that's how house projects go in the Johnson house. After 25 <laughs> years, babe, have... House projects changed at all? Not at all. I mean, from a simple paint job to stripping freaking uh, wallpaper off. Yeah, they're always a challenge. Right? A challenge? They're a challenge. (laughs) Um, We did get our pool closed today. We did, and that's always a big house project. It wasn't much of a challenge this year. No, I think that we, over the years, have communicated well on whose job is to do what with closing the pool and it goes a lot smoother. So yeah, yeah, I think five or six years in now 
and we have the the routine down. We got it down. We didn't get the water tested or anything, so we were kind of patting ourselves on the back at the pool. It was nice and blue when we closed it, but we didn't get the water sample. The yeah, the water sample to say if it was going to hold. Yeah. So, but we ran all the chemicals that we were supposed to into it, and it looks clear, crystal clear. So, I'm pretty confident when we open it again next year, it'll be crystal clear. There hasn't been a year that we've opened it that it hasn't been crystal. Just that clear. one year, it was cloudy. Yeah, a little more cloudy than we expected. Yeah, but yeah, I remember that first year. You remember pulling that cover off, and all those leaves are sitting in there, and it smelled like death. And yeah, we was like, "Oh God, it's gonna look like that inside." Yeah, but it wasn't. Yeah, enough. we got lucky. Yeah. So yeah, I think five, six years in, I think we got it now. Yeah. But we can pat ourselves on the back in the spring. We if, this, if it's still blue. It'll be good. It'll be good. I'm pretty confident. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so I seen a statistic while while I was while I was writing. Well, I was looking for marriage things. And the statistic was people who've been married 25 years or more are 50% less likely to get divorced. Hmm. That's kind of like the glass half full, glass half empty. I mean, we're 50% less likely to get divorced. That's good. That's the good, right? Yeah. But yeah, somebody I mean, else? Why do you think that is? Why do I think that yeah. is? Why do you think people who've been married for 25 years or more are 50% less likely to get divorced? I think, well, I would like to think that both people in the relationship learn to give and take a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think... Not that I do this or anything. You want to keep the you want to keep the person happy. Uh-huh. So maybe you talk it out more. You want to keep me happy? I do. Oh, okay. I'm you not just saying. Say, I'm just. I'm not saying like I just don't do this to keep you happy. Uh-huh. Is what okay. I'm saying. Okay. I think. I guess after so long, is it's easier to talk things out if there's an issue about something. Okay. Oh, I mean, we're still learning that 25 years in, yeah, yeah. that we got to be more vocal with each other. Well, I think that people who've been married for 25 years or more, there's a commitment there that, you know, may be not easier to leave less than 25 years, but you've committed that much time. Was well, cheaper to keep her? Kind of what no, you're saying? No. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. That you ha- you have committed for 25 years. Like, you've made a commitment to that, to this. Well, that's a catch-22 because, you know, some people look at marriage as it ain't nothing but a piece of paper. I mean, we was doing this before we was even married. So, I'm not me, of course. Mm. Hell, if something happened bad, I could leave. I wouldn't have a problem leaving. Hell, we gave him 25 good years. Some people look at it like that. I'm just saying, some people look at it like that. Okay. You don't think so? No. I mean, I, I, probably some people do. I don't know. A majority of people or not a majority of people? No. What what kind of percentage would you say? That say we gave it, at least we gave it 25 years. Yeah, at years least we got then. 25 years out of it. I don't know. You should figure that out. 
Okay. You know. I don't think very social many workers really statistically. Think of that. Okay. okay. All right. Well, we were discussing this topic a little bit before the show. I'm a firm believer that couples who game together stay together. You're a firm believer of that. Yeah. Okay. I know that doesn't necessarily mean video games. I mean, we've kind of always played games. Hmm. I think we're still working on the video game aspect of being together. So, but we've always, I mean, back in the, in the 90s when we got together, people actually were still playing board games. Yeah. So we were playing backgammon and Monopoly and stuff and life okay. and, you know, Pictionary with the kids and all that. Right, right. So, I mean, I kind of put that in as games. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, I know I play video games and you don't a lot, as, as much as me anyway. Right. But So, but what I was going to say is, I'm still working on getting you to play video games. Mm-hmm. Like I want you to start your Animal Crossing village. Yes. And she didn't want to start today because we were doing the pool. The pool, yeah. Yeah. So we just Because kinda... I know that Animal Crossing is going to consume a lot of time to do that. To put to build a village is going to be time consuming. You have to put a lot of time into it and creativity. So I wasn't mentally prepared to want to do that today Mm. when we have to do the pool. Uh, Yeah, and I don't think you have an addictive personality, but when you set your mind into doing something, you kind of stick with it. Mm -hmm. So you might get addicted to it because, yeah, it's easy to suck you in. Right. Because you see good things happening, you're creating this little village, Mm -hmm. and you're going to start liking it. Like, oh, if I could plant a tree right here or some flowers. Well, I believe with what you said, I don't know about, I think anything that that a couple does together that they have same similar interests in keeps them together. True. So whether that was gardening or whether that was playing games, I mean, it's doing something together that builds them to have camaraderie. Even not even the same interest. Like if you, like you've always given me space to play games, uh-huh. to do this podcasting stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you respect or appreciate that your husband or your spouse has other activities and you don't give them a hard time about it, that's a good thing too. Yeah. But in with your gaming, I've at times jumped into your world of gaming to try to be, to be close to you, Mm -hmm. like going on that trip to Boston Mm -hmm. for the gaming convention. I mean, something I would have never done or was interested in, but you know, because you were, yeah. And you wanted to do it. I chose to go with you. And we both had a good time. Yeah. I mean, even at the convention, I mean, we had, more fun afterwards, but right. but yeah, the right. convention was definitely fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> so I'm still working on trying to get her to sit down next to me and play some Mario Kart more. Mario, I love Mario Kart. I know, but you haven't played in a while lately. I haven't. <laughs> okay, well, some new tech that I got. I got that new Switch, Nintendo Switch OLED version 
And uh, it's pretty impressive, if I do say so myself. So what's so impressive about it? Well, first of all, of course. Well, first of all, I was impressed that I actually left the home, left home uh, Friday morning and I was on the hunt for it, not thinking that I was going to find one. So I went, I had plans to go to Best Buy because usually Best Buy is where everybody goes to get their hot tech items. I'm thinking, hey, let me leave at nine. There's probably going to be a line there already. But if I could be one of the first 50 in line, hopefully they got at least 50. So I went, I got to Best Buy. It was still closed. So I ran into Walmart, which was, was there a line? not at all, not a line at all. Wasn't a person in the building. I was thinking it was like a half hour until they opened. Uh-huh. And, uh, so I, I left the parking lot there and went across the street to Best Buy. I mean, to Walmart. And I there was no line, visible line there. So as I was getting closer to the, you know, the entertainment section, once again, I saw nobody. I'm like, damn, does nobody know that this thing is coming out today? So Do I'm, they have any of that? None. Oh. So I'm looking in the in the the count in the cabinets for new switches. Yeah. And they had none. I'm like, oh shit! I'm sorry. Did start- you ask somebody there if they had? No, wasn't nobody around at all either. Huh. So I left there. This got into around nine thirty, and I think I called you. Like I haven't, or Best Buy wasn't open, and Walmart didn't have any. So I think I'm gonna head to Target. So I walked into Target, got all the way to the back. Sure enough, there was one switch OLED in the cabinet, and. Sure enough, there wasn't nobody working back there in that department. So I'm looking around for somebody, trying to be as calm and quiet as I can. But deep inside my heart is racing like, oh, shit, I got one. Come on, let me find somebody to get me in there. So I seen this dude walking in the toy section. I said, hey, man, you work over here? He's like, no, but did you need something? He's like, yeah, I need something out of that cabinet. Not wanting to say I want that switch out of that cabinet too loud because somebody would have tried to wrestle me for it. So I was like, yeah, I want something out of there. Can you help me out? He's like, yeah, I called somebody. So he called them. And the guy seemed like it took forever. And I seen two dudes like hovering around me. Like, oh, shit, this mug better hurry up because they're going to start standing in line behind me. So the, the, the girl came out and she's like, oh, look at you. You got the last one. I was like, yeah, I think I do. <laughs> so she rung it up and I was out of there. Rung it up at? Price? Yeah. Three... Three fifty something? Oh. No, three seventy nine. Three seventy nine. So your new toy. Yes, and it's the all white with the white Joy Cons and the white carry or uh, dock. Mm-hmm. Looks good. Nice bigger screen. Not too much bigger, but bigger. Bigger is better, right? Not necessarily. Is it worth it? I think so. You think so? No buyer's regret. No, none at all. Okay. Well, of course I have no buyer's regret because I'm a Nintendo fanboy. Right. And I love handhelds. I mean, you kind of always knew that since we've been together. Absolutely. That's true. So, I'm I'm happy. (laughs) You like to hold your toys. I do. I like to have my toys on the move. (laughs) (laughs) I, I mean, it wouldn't look right for me to take my dolls out into the... You know, into the streets. Oh. But it's kind of cool for me to have my my game handhelds. Okay. You don't think so? Yeah. I, I'm trying to keep my childness about me. You are. My kidness. Okay. 
So I'm very happy with it. Um, I, I also got Metroid Dread. I had that preloaded on Friday. And I had all intentions of staying up till midnight to play. Right. Uh -huh. So, hell, I think we went to bed around 11.45. Yeah. And I'm like, eh, let me just go to bed. I don't want to be that guy. Mm -hmm. So, But I ended up getting up at 6 a.m. to play. You did. <laughs> I slept a couple more hours. <laughs> yeah. So, turned the game on. I think I was going good for about 10 minutes. Then I got stuck. For over an hour. You did. Because I came downstairs and I asked you what you were doing. And, and I said, were, I'm stuck. you were looking on your computer. <laughs> I was looking on YouTube for yeah. how to get through the first the first stage. Yeah. So I got stuck. And I continue to get stuck every so often. So needless to say, Metroid Dread is fun, but very difficult. Mm -hmm. So... So it makes it not so fun. Or is it still? Well, you know, with my anxiety, I start getting angry inside, and then my heart starts racing. Then I know I got to step away. Uh -huh. And usually when I step away from a game, I'm probably going to step away for a couple weeks, a month. Mm -hmm. But that's the greatness of games, though. You can always go back. But that's a great way for you to work on your anxiety and put your skills into place. Well, I always think I have like discipline. To control myself mm -hmm. after the anxiety hits. Mm -hmm. But I'm always for a sucker. I'm always a sucker for punishment by going back. So yeah. I can never be anxiety free. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I like completing games. I don't complete games often. But I, I like to complete games. And I heard Metroid was only about eight to nine hours. So I'm about an hour and a half in. <laughs> so I got a long time to go. Um, we already talked about you and Animal Crossing. Mm -hmm. Oh, and it is that time of year. It's the holiday season, fall holiday season for gaming. Yeah. <laughs> and this is usually when the big titles come out for, you know, games like Metroid. It hadn't been a Metroid game in 20 years almost. So here we are in October, first game of October, Metroid Dread, and there's so much more coming. What else is coming? I've I've taken an article to mention some of the hot games coming. All right. Here's going to be the test, though, because always I'll be like, what do you want for Christmas? But then you'll buy all the games before Christmas comes when they come out because you can't wait. And then it's like, oh. I was going to get you that for Christmas. Well, hopefully nothing good comes out, I'd say, the mid-November till Christmas. Okay. I could probably wait that month, mm -hmm. but depend on what it is. Yeah. Here's this Sable. Never heard of it. came out September 23rd. So you could get me that. I don't even know what that's for. So you, there's that. Okay. And we got Metroid Dread that came out on Friday. Okay. There's Darkest Dungeon 2 coming out October 26th for early access. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that is, but I do want this one. Yeah. Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy. I think Avion would like that too. Okay. Because it's like son. Marvel. And there's no way you're going to wait till Christmas for that. Probably not. Yeah. And that comes out October 26th. 
just in time for Halloween. Right on. I have no interest in whatever solar ash is. That comes out the 26th as well as Guardians of the Galaxy. We have Riders Republic. Like those games always look cool, but I ain't into driving games. So scratch that one. October 28th. Yes, that is October 28th for Riders Republic. Here's another driving game. Forza Horizon 5. Like I think I might have played the first two Forzas. No. Not interested. Okay. That's November 9th. Shin Megami Tensei 5. Now, these are all for the Switch? No. These are oh. various platforms. Okay. I'm guessing Shin Gami, Shin Megami Tensei is PlayStation. Okay. But don't quote me on that. That comes out November 12th. And then, see, this, oh, this, this is the, that time frame where I'm worried about. Battlefield 2042, mm-hmm. November 19th. I mean, everybody loves a Battlefield game. Those were always, to me, the top-notch mm-hmm. shooter games, graphic-wise. But So what are you saying about uh, November 12th or 19th? 19th? Yeah. That I might not wait till Christmas to get <laughs> yeah, that. I know you probably <laughs> won't. I believe... Oh, no. Call There's of Duty. A Pokemon game coming out? Yes. Oh, no. There's a remake of Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl coming out November 19th. And you know I'm on that. I know. So I could wait for Battlefield and play Pokemon until Christmas, but we'll see. But like I was saying, I think Call of Duty comes out. Early November, but I didn't see that on this Game Informer's list. Oh, hmm. uh, there's Advance Wars 1 plus 2 re- Reboot Camp coming December 3rd. Not interested. And here's a biggie. Oh, boy. Halo Infinite, December 8th. So I know lots of people that are dying for that. Like, I like Halo, but I'm all single player, so that was always a multiplayer game. Uh, let's see what else here. So there's one last one, but I'm not really interested in it called Neon Neon White. And that's coming out winter, it says. I'm guessing that's January. So that's, that's it for some releases coming up here within the next month, month and a half leading up to Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Which one of those games you think your kids want? Well, Maxwell was in the beta for Battlefield, so I think he would want that, but he'd been playing Call of Duty since he was a little guy, so he might want Call of Duty instead, but he always says things might be a little cheaper to get on PC, and he's a PC gamer, so. And Griffin will want Pokemon? Definitely Pokemon. Well, I'm going to miss having Griffin in the house for our Pokemons. For the. Because, I mean, there's always two releases with Pokemon, so I would get one and he would get the other, and they're kind of the same games, just with different the different Pokemon Characters. head character, yeah. And I'd always need help, so I'd go up to him and say, hey, did you get past this part yet? And of course, he was hours ahead of me. Yeah. <laughs> but when he was younger, he was more apt to help me get past the difficult part. 
but lately, the last couple, he acted like he don't want to help me. Oh, really? Like he was in a race to get it done before me. Not that I would ever finish it or anything, but he always seemed like he needs to get through the story real quick so he can get all the other stuff. But you and him have a gaming tr- tradition, too. We do. Games. We do. So with new releases. With Pokemon. We yeah. usually get up early, go to breakfast, the same restaurant every game. Uh-huh. And then go into GameStop. Because it's right next door. Yeah, because it's right next door. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and that was our tradition for all the way from Pokemon Black and White up until the Pokemon uh, Switch games. So, and he's 22 right now. <laughs> He'll probably be there at the restaurant for breakfast. I think I'm going to have to ask. Well, of course, because I would be paying. Yeah. But I'm probably going to have to ask him, hey, we doing our traditional thing? And he's going to be like, yeah, dad. <laughs> so You know he looks forward to it. We'll see. I better start asking him because that's yeah. in about a month. Okay. So I got some hot tech items, too, yeah. on the list. Oh, that are coming out for the holiday. So you got more tech items other than that switch. No, coming up. This is okay. funny too. Okay. On the holiday gift buying list. Oh boy. A PlayStation Five. Do you have that? Well, I do. Oh, okay. But there's tons of people that've been looking for them since May, okay. April. I I wouldn't say I got lucky. I had to pay more than the cost, but mm-hmm. I got one. You know what I'm going to do next episode? Mm. I'm going to do the um, the gifts coming up for females. Not gameless. Okay. Gifts coming up for females. Let's cool. see what we can match with that. Should I write down them ideas too? You know Maybe. my memory. <laughs> what number cricket is coming out for the new season? Oh, that's like three. No. Four? I don't remember. Oh, see, you don't even know. All right. The iPhone 13. It's a big tech item. You got that. I do. You got the 13 Mac Pro Max. Yeah, is that what this is? Something like that, yeah. I just got it, too. Yeah. Because I needed an upgrade. Well, I didn't need it. My phone was ready for an upgrade, so I got this, and I'm I'm happy with it. But she still don't know how to put apps on it, or she's scared to put apps on it. But she got like a million pictures on that baby. Everything she looks at, she takes a picture of it. <laughs> Good thing it has a lot of memory. Yeah. Look at that. The Switch OLED. Mm. Got that? Oh, it came in purple? No, that's some. I don't even think that's the new one. They just got Switch OLED. There's no purple. Oh. Maybe that's... What colors did it come in? All white mm-hmm. and gray with red and black, black joy. Black, black, uh... Dock with mm-hmm. gray and black Joy-Cons. Okay. Oh, red and blue. Red and blue Joy-Cons. One red, one blue? Yes. The TCL 6 Series 4K television. It's a big item. We don't need any more TVs. No, we're good. Xbox Series X for you Xbox fans. Is that what the auntie has? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A Roku stream bar. Hmm. What is that? You remember how Roku was like a little cable box? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, that's it. Okay. I don't know what that thing does. Different than a small little Roku box, but that thing looks huge. 
Oh, it's a sound bar. Okay. Oh. Oh. So maybe it's just a sound bar instead of stream bar. All right. Oculus Quest 2. Virtual reality. You into that? It kind of gets me, makes me sick. I got that. I, you do. That's why I want. That's why I wanted that PlayStation upstairs because mm-hmm. I want, thought we would do that a little bit, but mm-hmm. but the Switch beat it out. The, it gives me motion sickness. Well, there's different kind of VR now, not just sitting in a roller coaster like you see. Remember uh, that time? No, I remember Deontay brought that. Yeah, that was the sitting day. on the roller coaster or driving through stuff. There's where you're playing as a character. It's kind of like a third-person view. Okay. So there's also the Apple iPad ninth generation coming. If, if I think they did release with uh, 13 phones. Okay. I heard about these things, the Lego Technic getaway truck, and that's under twenty dollars. You think the grandson would like that? I don't know. He'd have to, well. you have to put it together. Yeah, I'm sure we'd have to put it together. Mm. A Disney Plus subscription. Oh, I like Disney Plus. <laughs> Here's what, what I, I love to watch on Disney Plus. What's that movie called again? That Hamilton. Play? Hamilton, yeah. How many times have you seen that? Oh, at least 10. Or Is more. That, yeah, definitely or, more. Or more. There was plenty of nights when you was up not able to sleep that you were watching. It was definitely yeah. more than 10. So here's what I think about Disney Plus. Disney Plus is great sometimes, but Disney Plus is like Nintendo. They tell you what's coming, but what's coming ain't coming soon enough. It's coming in like 10 months, a year. Mm-hmm. So they've been making out for three years since they've been out. Yeah, they've had some good shows. But not half as much as they were promising when Disney Plus first came out. Yeah, I don't know if it's just because of the pandemic, mm. or they just dragging shit out because they ran out of stuff to put out. But it's a good thing to have. But they're Nintendo, and all of their movies, new releases, you got to purchase. Correct? Like if it's in the movie theater. Yeah, they don't do many simultaneous releases with movies and Disney like that that Black Widow that was an accident because they promised the 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 woman in Black Widow that they weren't going to release it simultaneously in theaters and on Disney Disney Plus but they did anyway and she was pissed she's so pissed that she walked away but supposedly she's back so Disney doesn't do a lot of simultaneous releases mm-hmm. they do early releases before theater and you get access to them but it's they're 29 bucks yeah so i think i think that was all right for black widow because it was an actual movie mm-hmm. but i'd say for anime that's a bit much for anime but i'm a sucker for a good story corella was that on cruella Dis- yeah Cruella was on disney plus yes and you had to pay additional? Yes. Before it hit the theater. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. So they're doing good, but I want more. Uh, also speaking on some things that we watched, or well, were we're we still speaking? watching we're still watching uh Queen Sugar. Yes. 
-hmm. Almost into season three. You're watching it more than I am. Yeah, I think Queen Sugar been putting is like your sleep medicine. <laughs> yes. So like, the last few times we watched, you like you falling imme immediately asleep. Not immediately. Yeah, yesterday it was immediate. Yeah. Like I turned it on, got into it for a minute. The he the starting came on, and I looked over, and you was out. Well, because this week I've been on vacation all week, and we've had a big to do list of projects that we want to get done. And we've been moving through those. And so by the time I sit down to watch something, I'm exhausted at the end of the night. Mm, I get that. Yeah. But it's still. It's, I saw a little bit of it. Uh, do we going to have to go back? No. Well. Yeah. Do you guys watch movies together at all? Or or um, I guess I'd like to know from the listeners, what are they watching us? If you and are a couple and you have someone special in your life, do you watch or binge watch shows together? Um, we watched also, was it yesterday before we watched um, Queen Sugar, we watched A Million Little Things. Oh, yeah. We caught up on the last two episodes of that. A Million Little Things. So oh. I was awake for that. True. For both of them. Yeah. Yeah, you was wide awake. Yeah. That was shocking. Yeah. Hell, was I falling asleep? Uh, you might have been. <laughs> Uh, we've also been watching Squid Games. You oh, kind of peeked in on I, that a little I bit. I in on it. Yeah. I'm not too crazy about it. Um, I'm still figuring it out. I'm on episode five, I believe. So it's a little strange. Kind of reminds me of Hunger Games. It's like an old style 1970s karate movie. With the lips, with the bad lip syncing, lip syncing, because it's in Korea, so. But the the idea of the show, True. the whole games and people killing each other and all of that reminds me of Hunger Games, the movies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it, yeah, but it's hard to believe. I don't know, is it because it's Halloween almost? That this is the top rated show on Netflix that oh, people it? are are watching. Hmm. Well, it's kind of like senseless uh, killing. Hmm. Yeah. But well, hope, maybe I'll finish it. Hopefully, I'll finish it all up. Yeah, I'm not too crazy about it. Okay. What else have we been watching? So today, on Monday, we watched. Dave Chappelle's The Closer. Well, this came out last Tuesday, and I've been hearing so much bad press on this stand-up that I had to watch it. And I love a good stand-up. You always have, yeah. yeah. I do. I think more than me. I think so, uh, too. So, yeah, I think, I'd say you got me more into them. Uh-huh. Oh, you enjoyed the hell out of Kings of Comedy. Yeah. And I thought that kind of sucked. <laughs> as a whole, like Bernie Mac was the best to me, but as a whole, yeah. I thought but that I shit sucked. Comedians. What's my favorite game show? Oh, shit, I don't know. The Family Feud. Oh, Steve Harvey. <laughs> He's a king of comedy. <laughs> I love, I don't know. Maybe uh, black comedians get me somehow. Okay. <laughs> I'm a comedian. You are. <laughs> and you got me. <laughs> That's right. Okay, so the closer. So today I was looking into this, and the first article I seen, 
the National Black Justice Coalition wants Netflix to pull this show. Say, with reason being that 2021 has been the deadliest year of transgender uh, violence. I didn't know that. Which I understand. Hmm. So let's get into it. Okay. I didn't know that 2021's been the deadliest year for transgender violence. Yeah, I would like to say, not that I'm proud of this or well, happy about this. Why? Why? Because there's been more attacks on, on transgender people. Why? I don't know. No. Maybe because they're more open about what they're dealing with, what they're going through. It's more mainstream. I mean, there's been more attacks on Asian people, I think, too. Or there's been, I mean, there's a lot more violence just in general in life. True. So could we say it's because of pandemic? I don't know. That would be a good question. All right. So anyways, that that's a good question. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. So Dave Chappelle, he's a good comedian. Yeah, I'd say he's a great comedian. He he entertains me. That I'm very entertained by him. Uh-huh. But I'd say his all these specials so far he's had on Netflix, he's trying to make a point. And his point is that I'm going to say whatever the hell I want. I'm going to take the backlash from everybody and I'm going to keep it moving. I'm going to say what I want to say. And I think, I don't know if it's hurting him. I don't know if he cares about his reputation because when this started, he made it clear that this was going to be his last one for a while. Right. So does he really care about what he's saying? I think he does care. I mean, from what I got from watching this, um, the closure, which we just watched a couple hours ago. So reality wise, you know, I need, I'm a little bit hesitant to speak on it because I I needed to soak in and maybe even watch it a little bit more. Um, But I think he's a genuine guy. Like the end, the last part of it, when he was talking about his relationship with that friendship yeah with, with that lady right with his, Daphne the, Daphne the transgender um comedian that killed ended up committing suicide yeah trying um, to defend him she got her butt ringed on Twitter for a week almost and she ended up committing suicide yeah suicide so he's not making a direct correlation though that she committed suicide yeah. because of the Twitter mm-hmm. um attacks but i mean i feel like he he's genuine he talks about how things he does think about the things people say to him and i think they do bother him i think if people really listen there's more he's saying more than what's on the surface of what he's saying he's making you think yeah yeah so he has things in his mind that he wants to get out into the open you might not like the way he says it or presents it. Yeah. But this is just what he's thinking about. And obviously it's hitting people yeah. a lot of different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Which any, any of those type of stand up so, shows can do depending on the topic. I mean, 
I think he's an equal opportunity offender, too. Because he's talking about women. He's talking about black people. He's talking about white people. He's talking about the vice president. I mean, he covering all his bases on, is it hate? Is it I, I mean, what's popular? Well, it's, is it comedy? It's comedy because some of it's funny. Hell, most of it's funny. But I do get a lot of cringy moments where like, damn, like, oh, my God, did he really say that? But is he saying what people are thinking? True. That's what I, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Huh. But some people are thinking it. But most people don't want to hear it like that, mm-hmm. present it like that. So that's why I bring it here tonight. I mean, I know it's me and you on the mic right now, mm-hmm. but I know you said earlier, I said, we're going to talk about these things. And I said, how's that make you feel? She's like, well, I don't really know a lot about it. So I'm going to feel uncomfortable about it. I'm like, well, that's the point of having a conversation. I mean, what's the point of having a conversation if it's not going to make you a little uncomfortable? Well, I don't really know his backstory of all of his, all of the lashing he's been taking because of comments towards the um transgender community Mm -hmm. well it seems like because of twitter and social media it seems like what comedians thought were funny 15 20 years ago that happened to go on twitter or some other social media always finds its way back into the mainstream news with stuff like this like let's get this guy removed Let's get him canceled. Mm-hmm. You know, that cancel culture going on now. Mm-hmm. So it just takes a while for people to adjust to the times, see things a little more open-minded in these days than it was 20 years ago or so. But I think... I don't think he's not open-minded. I think he No, I mean the people complaining about it. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, some of what he said, yes, was like, oh, what he said. But then there was a part about what he said in telling his story about his his friendship um, with this transgender person that Mm -hmm. was very genuine and like, wow, that's just was, he's a he seems to be a good person. I, don't mm. know. I think he really takes a lot of time and effort and he thinks about what he's going to say and how he's going to say it. Mm-hmm. I think taking everybody's sensitivities to heart, mm-hmm. but knowing that there's some people that's going to hate it regardless to how he says it. Mm-hmm. So is that a new way to comedy? You got to really think about what you're saying and how you're presenting it. Is that more for the effect? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. Um, So, so some of the things he said in there that I'm going to ask you, I'm just asking everybody. I'm asking everybody. uh This ain't me asking these questions. I'm quoting David Chappelle. Okay. Verbatim? 
word for word. Okay. (laughs) Can a gay slash transgender person be racist? And he paused. Uh And he did his little snicker, hit himself on the leg with his mic and said, Mike Pence. Do you get the Mike Pence? I get it. Yeah. Well, he talked then about what I heard. I saw the show. Yeah. But back to the question, Mm -hmm. I think any person can be racist. It doesn't matter. True. But me personally, Uh you know what I'm about to say. No, I don't. Honestly, I could be wrong in everyone's eyes. But me, honestly... You don't think black people can be racist? I really don't. I, I guess I did know what you were going to say. Uh, I have a hard problem, hard time believing that most black people can be racist. No. That black people can be racist. I mean, we've been to we've been through so much. I don't even know how to word it. Hmm. What do you think I'm saying? I don't know what you're saying, but I when you started to say that, then I knew you were going to say that because you've said that before. Okay. All right. Well, that's just my personal opinion. If you want to call me out on that, you can send me an email at victor50talk at gmail.com. And we can have a conversation. Oh. Uh, Our gay people, the minority, until the police show up. And I think I kind of get what he's saying. Like when a gay person is being treated badly, beaten up for no reason, and they call the police. And let's just say it's a white person. he, he, He was referring to it. Gay white people are a minority until the police show up. And they and they're a gay white person. Then they're they're just white people. Where if a gay person, black person is a minority, no matter whether they still are gay or, or they're whatever. black. Yeah, yeah. That's you. what he was saying. Okay. I think that's what if I understand this the what he was presenting. Okay, let me let me ask this. Mm-hmm. So is gay a minority? Yeah, that's what he's saying. Okay. So historically, being gay is a minority because there's not as many gay people as there is white people, black people, Hispanic people. Well, I don't know if it's in the amount of numbers. I think it's in the amount in regards to minority in regards to... Well, minority has to be numbers. Majority, minority. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So we should start looking at gay people as a minority, which I get because there's more during the freaking civil rights movement, black people were the minority, and we had to fight for equal rights. We're still fighting, but now gay but people that have anything to do with numbers. Were you saying that well, we were, were the minority? Black, there There's less black people. people. Yeah. Oh, okay. So hmm. we were fighting for equal rights. Right. Now, gay people, the gay minority, are doing the same thing. They're fighting for equal rights, be it medical, 
when they're in a in a in a uh, a relationship, a relationship yeah, uh-huh. for insurance, medical, life benefits, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Equal rights. Right. Okay. So. Yeah, I guess that's right. Okay. Does Dave Chappelle hate women? <laughs> <laughs> and this is only based on your view from his comedy shows. Because Dave Chappelle comes across to me as a very private person. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he raved about how he lives in this small community outside of Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. With less than 4,000 people. I mean, I can only go off of the show I yeah. just watch. Because does he hate women because he says the word bitch all the time? <laughs> I don't think that he... I don't take that as he hates women. Mm-hmm. I don't see... I'm not offended by that. I know we had a talk earlier this evening about... I mean, some females might get just as offended and be ready to fight by them being called or the B word or even the C word as possibly you would say you would get offended and be ready to fight. If somebody called you out of your name, the N word. Well, let's just say in the closer, I think he used bitch just about as much as he used nigga, not nigger, Uh nigga. Yeah. Me personally, I don't think anybody should be calling anybody nigger, 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 whatever. Yeah. That pisses me off. Mm-hmm. But like I said about the bitch word, uh-huh. I think this was a big contentious discussion, argument from the 80s and 90s when rap music was becoming a big thing, how... Black men were demeaning women by calling them bitches and hoes. And I know I said to you, I thought we were past that. I didn't mean it. We were past it. Fuck it. Let's move on. We we were more worried about people calling each other niggas and killing black people. That's not what I was saying. I think. How did I put this without being offensive? <laughs> I'm not even going to say it. Let's work through. All of them. Let's not call women bitches. Let's not call black people, white people, niggas. But see, I, like I said to you earlier, if somebody said that to me, they called me the B word. It's not something that's going to automatically get me fired up to want to fight them or to mm-hmm. like, because words, I'm not going to. I'm not going to give people that satisfaction because it's I'm a in word. control of me. Yeah. Like you can say whatever and it's, I'm going to react. I'm not going to let those words impact me. Understand that. I try not to let people's words affect me, mm-hmm. but with my issues that I'm going through, it's hard for me to walk away. Mm-hmm. I remember working one time. I was in this trailer park, and I'm going to judge this girl. This gay white girl called me a nigga, and I seen red. I was ready to choke her ass out, and I said some pretty hateful things back to her. How do you know she was gay? She was gay. Just like Dave Chappelle said, she was gay. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I could just tell. 
But what did that have anything to do with it, it, whoever it was? It didn't have anything to do with what they would have said to you. It didn't have anything to do with my reaction towards okay. her. I just noticed that after I got heated. Okay. So she called me a nigga, mm-hmm. and I told her, you don't know me like that. Don't you ever call me that I again. I that day. Okay. Uh, so yeah. let's just end it with all the hateful words. Mm-hmm. And maybe the world will be a better place. Imagine that, right? Hmm. <laughs> that ain't never going to happen. Yeah, true. Okay. Do we, as people, just take what comedians say too seriously? Are we too sensitive about the words certain people say? Hmm. Well, I mean, do some comedians take it too far? Some probably do. And then there probably are some people who are too sensitive. When I say people, like you're talking about like groups of people, like women, if, if a comedian's talking about females, do the females take it too, are too sensitive or does a comedian take it too far? I think there's a line that, that as a comedian, probably it's very difficult that you need to balance. Well, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. When you're watching a comedian or you go to see a comedian, you go in there with all intentions of laughing. Yeah, that's true. It's your getaway. It's funny it's, until it's not funny It's anymore. some kind of getaway from reality, from the real mm-hmm. issues going on. Mm-hmm. So why can't we just look at it as comedy? Yes, mm-hmm. it's cringy. It's offensive. It could be hurtful to some people. Why does there's comedians out there that aren't like that though? They're still funny. I don't think Steve Harvey is like that. Steve that Harvey ain't funny to tell the least. Funny. That guy cracks me up. I don't think Steve Harvey's funny. Oh my gosh. I love <laughs> Steve Harvey. <laughs> oh. I just think we put too much effort into arguing a comedian's set. There's more important things. Not saying this isn't important. As a society, this is important. This gay, trans, LGBTQ, black, Black Lives Matter, all this stuff's important. Mm -hmm. But I think when it comes up in a comedy setting, take it with a grain of salt. Mm, I don't know about that. Not all the time. I mean... Your body's going to react how it's going to react. Mm -hmm. We all know right from wrong. Mm -hmm. But there's some funny stuff in there. I'm not saying making fun of people is funny. I didn't laugh as much as I thought I was going to laugh. Mm -hmm. But I had some some moments. I mean, there was some funny stuff in there. I think he tried to... He was telling a story, and I think he tried to throw in some side comments into the story to make it funny. Yeah. And that, when he was doing that, and he was being genuine in his conversation about his relationship and friendship with Gloria. No. Was that her name? I'm sorry. Her name was Daphne. Daphne. Um, 
there were some funny things he said in there. But, but is that wasn't? But it wasn't. Um, I don't know. Okay, here. So does that's kind of like two wrongs don't make a right. So if you say two bad things, but then you say one good thing, does that equal it no, out? Does that no, balance no. it out? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying there are some comments he made, and I can't think of them off the top of my head, that when he was telling the story that were funny, but it wasn't, I don't feel like, in some areas that he was degrading people or not being sensitive. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Does telling the truth hurt too much for some people? Sometimes, yeah. Like, some people like to tell the truth and tell you how things are, but most people don't like hearing the truth Maybe because they're a part of that truth. Could that be? Maybe. Come on, give me something else. <laughs> I don't know. They don't like. They, they don't like hearing the truth. Yeah. Well, I think it depends on the delivery of the truth. Is his offensive words. In some eyes, a hurtful truth. Some of it, yeah. So your job now is to bash that guy and go on social media and talk about him. I didn't say that. I mean, he's a hardworking man just trying to bring money home to his family. Well, Devil's he advocate he, here. Well, he also knows the consequences of his behavior. And if that's what he chooses to do. But like I, like I said earlier. I you think just want to argue about No, that. I'm not arguing. I think he's at a point now where he's gonna say what he wanna say and keep it moving. Yeah, he's gonna get backlash, but when it comes down to it at the end of the day, I'm still a man. I'm still gonna do what I'm gonna do. I'm still gonna live my life. I know, and but he also brought up points about yeah, that's where he is. But then there's other comedians, like he brought up Kevin Hart not getting the, the grant. Was the, it the Oscars? Right to to host those, and that was one of his his dreams. dreams. A, so was it worth his his comedy? Was it worth him not reaching his goal of his dream? That's an answer he's going to have to answer to in life. Well, I think... I mean, every action has a negative or a positive true. consequence. And if he's just the same as me and you, do we know our actions? And if we choose to do them, true. knowing what our consequences could be, then that's the choice that we made. But it all, seems like he, Dave but, Chappelle's willing to do that at this But time. also, like I said, it seems like Twitter and all this social media is going back 15, 20 years mm -hmm. to find dirt on something somebody famous now has said. Well, to, and to do the exact same thing with politicians. And, and, and it's just back. a different world. But 15, 20 years ago, it was a totally different, not totally different. I'm not saying it, it was more acceptable, but it was... It was more out there back then to make fun and jokes about stuff like that than it is now, which I think is good now 
that you shouldn't make fun. Mm -hmm. But when you're a younger person, you have a, a you you might still have a problem in your decision making or the things you say or do. Right, right. Yeah. Just and like, like you said that, that are living with today, you know, they did dumb things when they were in college. Mm -hmm. It's all on social media now and then it comes out. Yeah. And it destroys their careers. Yeah. Well, that's that's the world we live in now. Well, now yeah, that could be for anybody, for any job or anything. Let's just say like the the future politicians like our kids age, mm -hmm. 30 20 year 20 something year old mm -hmm. are we going to be going back on their twitter in 30 years oh, when they want to run for office absolutely like god damn absolutely that's <laughs> why you tell your kids now be careful what they put on social media but all you can do as a parent is say don't do that yeah but when you tell a kid not to do something most likely they probably going to do it anyway because i'm old enough i can do what i want to do i'm 20 21 i can do what i want to do Right. Well, you have to live with the decisions you Absolutely. make. Absolutely. So yeah. Dave Chappelle is going to have to live with what he said and the repercussions he's getting. Yeah. Kevin Hart has lived with the repercussions of what he said. Yeah. And like I said, they all move on and go on to the next one. And me and you will have to live with the repercussions that we do and we say because now we're on social media. True. But I'm like Dave Chappelle. Now. I'm yeah. going to say some shit. Yeah. And I'm going to think about it for a minute before I say it. But if I feel I need to say it, I'm going to say it. And I'm not going to give a fuck what y'all think. I care about what you think. Yeah. But for people. I think you you would you care what you think and you're willing to let the consequences. But I think I have enough common sense not to say yeah. something stupid where I know I'm going to regret, regret saying yeah. at 53 years old. Huh. I might not have thought that when I was. 29 or 30, right. but at 53, yeah. I know there's things that I might think in my heart, in my head, that I'm going to keep right there, <laughs> that I'm not going to put out in the public. Yeah. Because I don't want to hear nobody bitching at me and complaining because I might not take it well. Mm -hmm. All right? All right. That's pretty intense, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. More intensity. Okay. We already talked about Daphne. So, on September 30th, in Dayton, Ohio, a police officer, a couple police officers, pulled a quadriplegic, paraplegic mm -hmm. black man out of his vehicle. That was on the news. This was on the news this morning. And it's kind of horrific to look at mm -hmm. i don't know if you've seen it i did it's kind of sad i mean the guy's telling you he's paraplegic that he's a paraplegic because they the, were asking him to get out of the car so the dogs could sniff right and he got pulled over for what purpose well, supposedly he came out of a house that the police had been watching as a as a known drug house. That'd be a good question. He came out of the house how? <laughs> well, he told the police that somebody helped him get in the vehicle. 
Yeah, so I wonder, did he come out in a wheelchair? I'm, I'm guessing maybe he could. And they, if they were watching the house, then they should have known that. Well, they waited for him to roll off, and and when he got far enough away from the house. They pulled him over. Yeah, and they said maybe he was acting. Maybe they thought he was acting. See, that's the problem I have with police. When someone says something like, I can't breathe, I'm paraplegic, I think their first instinct is to this bullshit. They just trying to stall or they trying to hide something. This is what I think. And, I mean, to some, sometimes people do do that. True. But you're right. They should. Okay, so, yeah, you can't just jump to the conclusion that they lying. Right. Yeah. So, that's what I think. So the guy supposedly had over $22,000 in his car, no drug paraphernalia, coming out of a known drug house. Mm-hmm. And they asked him why he had all this cash in the car. He said, well, that's his life savings. He, I don't know if he was going to invest it, going to buy something, put money down on a house. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But my dude got grabbed by the hair. They pulled his ass out of his car by his hair, the back of his collar, like an animal. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Speaking of that, money and that amount. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the weird part about the, <laughs> these estimates that we're getting and the contractors, they're giving they're giving a 10% discount if you pay in cash. <laughs> right? Yep. So... If the job, you know, was $20,000 job. 10% off of that is 2500 bucks. Right. So you would have to go to the bank and get that much money to pay in cash. So I've never had that much money. At like, one time. At yeah. one time <laughs> that I would be on hand. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So what if I got pulled over by the police? They'd want to know why I had that much money. Well, don't make me answer that question because you're a white woman. Yeah, I know. They might think you was going to buy a hair salon or get your hair done. <laughs> Maybe you a Hollywood movie star and that's how much it costs for you to get glammed up. Hmm. So what I'm saying about this guy having the 20 thousand dollars in his car, you can't jump to, to assumptions and thinking that he's a drug man or whatever. I mean, you got to give him the benefit of the doubt. You can't him a dude up like this and then turn around and, and what you did was all wrong. Where it didn't have to be as wrong if you would have just listened to the guy. And I'm not even going to take into effect, into consideration that this was a black man. Mm-hmm. Would this have happened to a white man in the same, if the, if the roles were reversed, he was just a white guy, a paraplegic white guy with 20 something thousand dollars in his car would this have happened to him we can't answer that coming out of a known drug coming out of a known drug house so they thought it was a known drug house well i think there's a lot of questions true that we don't have the answers about to be able to make so what i'm saying is that none none of this should happen to anyone No one. It doesn't matter if he was in the drug house. Do the search the right right way. The guy was asking for a 
uh, supervisor. Right. And they was like, no, yeah, you getting out now. The right steps. Yeah. So he's just trying to talk and they just think he's trying to stall. Mm -hmm. Well, you have a heart. Yeah. I know somebody's going to say, well, he could have had a gun. He could have shot the cop. Well, he could have, but he didn't. You can give a person the benefit of the doubt. Nobody deserves, nobody deserves to be treated like this. And it just so happens, once again, it's a black person. And they wonder why we say black lives matter. And that until Black Lives Matter, no lives should matter. Is that right? No. Until Black Lives Matter equally as everyone else, we got to make that happen. Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Oh. You're trying to make a point here, something. I'm trying. I would love to hear a lot more details, hear more what they have to say on this. Yeah. Um, and I bet you the next news story that comes out of this is the, the dude had a crime record. He beat his girlfriend. They're going to do everything they can to disparage this man just because they got caught doing something that they really didn't need to do. See... And this is the difference between you and me, mm -hmm. I think, sometimes, because I want to hear a lot more details and a lot more um, evidence, I mm -hmm. guess, before making a decision Goodness. on my opinion on things. Mm -hmm. And you, maybe, maybe you talk through things more. Well, the reason I said all that about... Give him the benefit of the doubt because there was no weapons. There were no drugs. Nobody got hurt. Thank God he didn't get hurt. So he could have been offered but, the benefit of the doubt. But that could be part of my, my assessing skills and my job and my life that makes me want to. I want to hear more and have more details before I come to a conclusion. Yeah. So I don't want to give an opinion on it or be where I'm at until I have more information. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, we're still a young country, and we're still figuring it out. Yeah. What did they say on Hamilton? What? We're a young country. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the song from Hamilton. <laughs> okay. I know who will know that song, though. Jerron. Oh. oh, yeah. Him and Ayana, they'll know the song. Well, I think they were more on the music track than the the actual movie i think no i'm saying that's there's a song about oh well they know all yeah. the music more yeah, than they know the movie it. or the, the movie play is a music well i know all right okay okay so we got one more before we close it out do lies eventually become truth after repeating them so much only to the person who's saying the lie <laughs> and i ain't gonna get all political but that's more of a political question. In the state of politics where we are today, and it's almost a year since we've had our, our new president elected, and this lie's been going on for a year. Oh, that he's not really the president? Yeah, that no. there was misdoings and all this. Mm -hmm. I mean, a year later, are we just supposed to believe it because they're still saying it? 
I'm thinking if they believed it somewhat, something would have changed. Like everyone looked into all that and nothing changed. But here, your question is, do lies eventually become truth after repeating them Mm -hmm. so much? They become the truth to the person who's repeating them. That's the people that believe it. It becomes their truth. They're speaking their truth. It doesn't mean it's true. But when you got the ear of millions of people, millions, millions of people that support you, you don't think that's going to make them believe it too? Oh, well, it depends on... If you're, it depends on the power that you have, the mm. person that's telling the lie. All if the they power. can get other people to start to believe it. I mean, let's look at Hitler. He got other people to believe his lies. Yeah, that's a scary thing that that's happening in, in 2021, 2020. I'm just saying. It's a scary fucking thing. Yeah. Man, that's where common sense having a strong self-pride, self-confidence about yourself. No right from wrong. Uh, But we ain't all there, I guess. Power and money. That's all I'm going to say. Man, I like simple life and no power. And no money. <laughs> that's us. I mean, I ain't the richest of guys, but that's what I'm we saying. make that's ends us. meet. No money. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, like we said a couple times during the show, we would like to hear from you guys. Ask us what you want to know. Maybe we yeah, got an like, answer for you. Like the question. Which question is that? <laughs> Do women have to give blowjobs in a marriage to keep it successful. So if you want to answer that question, send me an email. And my email is victor50talk at gmail.com. And if we get enough responses or replies to that, we'll talk about it on the next show. I mean, we don't need one damn reply. We can still talk about it. Okay? Yeah. All right. I would like to involve y'all, but we can talk about this. So, we got homework for y'all. Send emails. Ask us what you want. Ask us if it's important for women to get blowjobs in a relationship, in a marriage. In a relationship or marriage? In a marriage. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for uh, for this week. Uh, We want to thank you guys for joining us uh, again, and we hope you continue to join us in the future. Uh, We hope to see you guys next week for episode five. Take care and see you next week. Bye.